Guten Tag! And welcome to the third episode of A Catholic and a German Go to a Movie. My name's Jared, and I'm the Catholic, and Gregor is the German. Now, the film we're going to do tonight is... Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Guten Double Tag, tap. auch von meiner Seite. <laughs> Once again, this was a movie he wanted to watch when he had a French friend of his around. I didn't really want to watch it, but ended up getting sucked into it, you know, sort of because, well, what else are you going to do in COVID? It's, it was a Mexican friend, actually, but uh, I guess for Jared, all foreigners are the same. Allegedly, that's <laughs> rumors, all rumors. So I'm going to have to get Gregor to do most of the talking about this one, because to be honest, I, don't, I fell asleep during part of it, and there's just not much story, but I'm going to let Gregor, because he knows the background to this one, knows what it's all about, and I was asleep. Yeah, so uh, Zombie Land 2, um, Double Tap, is the successor to... Zombieland and it uh, took about 10 years till that uh, second movie got out. Zombieland was 2009 I think you could say quite a surprising success. It took a bit of a at that time new look at the zombie genre. It was more of a horror comedy, action comedy. Um, The basic storyline is these survivors of a zombie apocalypse in the United States meet up like basically every zombie movie they are played by woody harrelson jesse eisenberg emma stone and abigail breslin the young miss sunshine was that that girl i thought i recognized her actually i didn't recognize her until halfway in and i think uh, our mexican friend uh, reminded us oh that's right yeah she really grew up and they tried to survive during the apocalypse that's a basic storyline you could say in the end of course, Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone become, yeah, a couple. But the trouble is with Jesse Eisenberg in any movie, I just think it's Mark Zuckerberg. Like, I just think... Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's him, you know, after he played that role. What was it in The Social Experiment or whatever it was? Social Network. The yeah. Social Network. I just sort of think it's just Mark Zuckerberg playing a role, no matter what he does. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's really a character-defining role for him. I'm not sure either if he's ever going to get away from it in his career. Um, but great movie, uh, Social Network. Zombieland 2, Double Tap, I would say not so much. I can understand why Jared doesn't uh, really remember a lot what has been going on, although it's just like five days ago that we saw that movie, because it's kind of a forgettable movie and it doesn't really happen a lot. So for me, the the main critique of that movie is they do a second movie after 10 years. So you think, okay, they must have really had a big reason. They must have thought about that. All the actors in the movie, maybe except Abigail Breslin, are really big players in the business, so they don't need the money. You would think they have a big reason to do that movie, but it felt... I didn't, I didn't know after the movie why, why did they make a second part. Well, it might have been one of those contract things where they signed up to two, you know, no. like, and they just had to do it. Mm, no, I don't think so, because it took 10 years, and I heard a podcast with uh, Woody Harrelson recently, um, and he even mentioned that there was always that will to do a second part, but um, the director was very picky and he never had the right script, apparently. And this was the right script. Well, you wonder. 10 years to get that one. Yeah, but uh, let's maybe have a quick synopsis um, what is happening in the second movie. So these four characters, uh, Tallahassee, Columbus, Wichita and Little Rock, they are named in the movie, are still together. They kind of 
are settling into the White House in the beginning of the movie. Then uh, things kind of happen, like more like in a family sitcom. Um, Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone get into a kind of a cliche relationship breakup. Um, the two girls run and is away. That new girl, that new girl in the pink tracksuit. Well, and then a new girl in the pink tracksuit appears. Her name is uh, Sui Deutsch. Oh. Do you know that Deutsch means German? I do, German. I do. As in Deutsch marks. I did go to Germany. <laughs> I actually went through Germany on a train once. It's spelled differently, but it's, uh, yeah, it's pronounced the same way, interestingly. Um, yeah, so a new character appears after that. Zoe Deutsch plays Madison. I really liked that character overall. It, it was a, a good comic relief character. Yeah, she's kind of like an insta-ho, Parisy, Hilton-y bimbo but not quite but kind of smart but kind of says the wrong thing at the wrong time and she isn't quite a comic relief because there's a bit of tension between her and say the emma stone character who's all you know gutsy and ballsy and tells it like it is and all that sort of stuff and then you've got another character that's kind of emma stone's a straight guy and the other character's kind of like the slightly goofy goony one and so it does create a nice little sort of like dynamic yeah, and although the, she's very um, depicted, the blonde girl, Madison, as kind of a bit... Uh, it's Madison. He's not saying medicine. It's Madison. But just Madison. sort of... I'm just sort of like, you know, like deciphering the language for those listeners out there. As that kind of Paris Hilton-y girl. Um, she's still likable, I find. Yeah, but, she was. I thought so. Actually, she was more likable than Emma Stone, who's supposed to be the more modern sort of character and the more the one that's got more value as you know intellectually yeah. but yeah. she's sort of like a little bit more obnoxious whereas the other girls obnoxious but more likable it's kind of a bit strange. i don't know if that's deliberate or not though yeah i'm not sure either i feel like emma stone really got handed a kind of bad script for that movie i don't find her likable until the end like <laughs> not even through the whole movie it's not there's like a real change in her character i'm not i'm not sure what they were planning to do with her character um overall it's uh as i mentioned uh, it's not really clear um why they made that movie so the the main storyline after a while you could say is that the young girl who's now all growing up little miss sunshine um abigail preslin she kind of runs away with that cliche berkeley hippie guy yeah and the rest follows and try to catch up and try to protect her Oh, there's one thing that does feature very heavily in this movie, and that's Graceland. So they must have had some sort of like commercial tie-in with Elvis because <laughs> they, they actually do go and settle in Graceland or some church or something, isn't it? What is it? They settle in some bar or some yeah, something. Like an El- Elvis memorial. <laughs> and some sort of Elvis memorial. But I th- and they, do they actually go into Graceland? I can't remember. Like, I think it's supposed to be in Graceland, yeah. And they have like, you know, a few crazy fight scenes and everything. So there's a big flog for the movie. And it does remind me that I should go to Graceland at some time. When you, like, I think a lot of people would like to just go there for the sake of it. So it's kind of a, it sort of sells its Graceland sort of thing. And then we have Woody Harrelson, who is, you know, like an Elvis fan. And if you listen at the end, there is an Elvis song. And we were debating at the end when it was finishing, like, who's singing this? And I was like, it's Elvis, it's Elvis. And they were like, no, it's not, no, it's not. And we looked it up and it's actually Woody, who does a pretty good Elvis impersonation. I'm sure he's had a little bit of electronic help to sound like that. Overall, I'd have to give this movie a two and a half, mainly because I was asleep for probably 20 to 30 minutes at various points. So I'm not the best person to judge this movie, but the fact that I was asleep for some of it, that's the judgment in itself. So... Out of 
five starin. Sterner. Sterner, Sterner. I'll get it eventually. It's just as well I wasn't born in Germany. You bet I weren't. <laughs> so I'd give it two and a half Sternen. If nothing else, you've got nothing else on, you want to talk, but you want to watch something at the same time, this is the movie for you. Yeah, we're starting to sound a bit boring, but I actually would give it zwei und halb Sterne as well. So two and a half stars uh, from my side as well. Hey, we agree. We agree. You know, it's like a United Nations here. If only the United Nations was like us. Maybe uh, it comes over a bit like we uh, only talked about the um, parts we didn't like about the movie. Uh, maybe for the end, let's mention some some parts that were okay, entertaining. I found the the action was uh, yeah, it's, it goes at a very pace. competent. There's always yeah. something going on. Like you only have to wait 10 minutes for some crazy chase Exactly, scene. yeah. And and I have to say the sets, like when they go into the White House, like, I mean, actually, I haven't been to the White House. I mean, I have been out to the front of the White House, which I thought was pretty impressive. The first time I went to the White House, I actually came around to it from the back and I thought, this doesn't look anything like the White House. Because I thought it was like Buckingham Palace where you can't actually go around the back of it, but you actually have to walk around the front. And I did. And then it looks like the White House. And the other thing too, it's got really good gardens. Now, if you go to Buckingham Palace, there's no garden. It's all paved. And that's like, I think, a security thing. But I was really surprised in the White House that it has, has actually got quite good gardens. But anyway, I'm just digressing here with my you know travels with Jared. It's like a lot of American movies. It's really easy to watch. Like, everyone looks good. The sets look good. The costumes look good. It's, it's easy to watch. But... At the same time, with this movie, it was also easy to fall asleep. Yeah, um, for me. <laughs> yeah, the sets, the sets were, were are very well made. Would agree. the The action is solid. It's at a solid pace, as Jared said. Like, there's not a lot of boring moments. It's a great cast, nevertheless. Even if, for example, Emma Stone was, in my regard, wrongly used. Woody Harrelson. I mean, he's probably stoned most of the time anyway in his movies, but he's always a uh, He's always a great actor, kind of. Like, I really like him. Just seems like a likeable guy. And I think that comes across in most of the characters he's played. You know, ever since his first big break in Cheers, you know, like, he w he's always been kind of like an all-American good guy who's fun and a stone some of the time. And this role's no exception. <laughs> Did you ever hear, like, a podcast or interview with him? He seems actually a bit... Difficult to interview or to really, uh, really? talk to outside of the movies. Yeah, well, maybe they should have so pulled much. out a bong and they might have settled things <laughs> down a bit. You know, I mean, I don't know what he takes, but who, can, who can say what he's into? Probably nothing. If you want to see a really good um, zombie comedy, which you probably may have seen um, regarding it's quite some years old now already, is uh, Shaun of the Dead. I really Yeah, everyone like loves that. that. Everybody loves that show. You can see that which potential, um, especially Zombieland 2, um, has kind of left on the on the roadside because uh, there's so much more potential for a societal critic or like a interesting twist. Ten years later, how would society be? Maybe human and zombies have found a way to coexist or like some interesting funny um, vision like that but nothing really like that happened it seems like not like there's 10 years gone it just seems like there have been a few months passed since the first movie yeah well now you mention it it probably could have been quite interesting if they'd had if it's been 10 years perhaps they could have like 
befriended a zombie who wasn't as extreme zombie as all the others. Because just like, <laughs> you know, like there's different extremes of characters yeah. and people. Maybe they could have had a, a person who was a zombie and they could give them some insight into why how the zombies feel about it. You know, like <laughs> yeah. roaming across the countryside looking for blood or brains or... Are they looking for blood or brains or whatever? Are they just eating people randomly? Do they yeah, want their I brains? They always used to want brains, their brains. Yeah. Is it their brains they still want? I, I think know. it's about the brains. I think, which was quite um, nice about the first movie, they didn't really put too much effort on how it really happened and what the zombies really want. Already back in 2009, the zombie genre was quite heavily used, so I feel like the, the movie maker thought, okay, let's just make a fun horror comedy within that whole zombie setting without giving it too much background, which worked for the first movie, but it's definitely lacking something in the second one. We better sign off now because I'm getting a bit tired and feeling a bit like a zombie myself because with COVID and I work from home, so I don't get any breaks, so I just tend to sit in front of my computer all day. And then when I go for my half an hour work, I'm back in front of my computer. I'm doing my home things on the computer. I'm looking pretty zombie-like myself these days. All the best to everyone out there. And remember to subscribe. And hopefully we'll be back with some more episodes of A Catholic and a German Go to a Movie. Stop biting my arm, Jared. Ah! 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 <laughs> I don't like German food, sorry.